the first episode of The Anchor. My name is Karis Jelly. I am 15 years old, and this is the first podcast that I've ever done, and the first, really, anything where I've had to record my voice and then re-listen to it, and that I struggle with that. I do not like the way my voice sounds in any video, um, in any recording, and so it's definitely a challenge, but I am so excited to start this podcast um, and just share some ideas and things that hopefully will help you as the listener. So I'm just going to talk a little bit about myself. Um, I've been a Christian since I was seven years old. I think that I accepted Jesus into my heart in my kitchen with my mom. And I believe I had heard from a Sunday school class that um, Jesus was your best friend and he was sent down here on earth to suffer and then die for our sins. And he loves us so much. And then he wants to have a relationship with us. And so I think I had heard that and I really want to wanted to participate in it. So I decided I was going to accept him. And I think that's when I accepted um, Jesus when I was seven. Um, so that's a little bit about kind of my faith background. Um, the reason why I wanted to start this podcast, I'll just go over that a little briefly. I had never really thought of starting a podcast ever. But then this one day we were driving, my mom and I, and we were listening to, I think, Teen Christian View, the pod, they do a podcast, and it was so good. You need to go check out their um, podcast site and everything. Start listening to their podcast as well. Their podcasts are amazing. Um, and that's kind of where I started to get this kind of like passion. I felt like this could be something I could do. And so I kind of talked to my mom, but I was like, maybe I should start a podcast. And she was like, I was about to just say that. And we both kind of had the same idea. And so I started to write down ideas and topics and I started to kind of practice my mom being the audience. But then after a little while, I felt really discouraged and I felt like I couldn't do it. And it was all of a sudden just hit me like a wall. I just was like, no, I'm not doing this anymore. And it was so weird. I went from being so happy to do this and so like passionate about it to being like, no, I can't do this. Why would I do this? And that was just the devil talking in my ear and telling me that I should not do it. And that's when you know you need to do it. And so I kind of, I prayed to God about it. I talked to my mom about it and she helped me to get over that mental block of just doubting myself and doubting what God could do in my life and the lives of others. And I also kind of struggled with, like, will people judge me for this? Um, as a teenager, I am also very insecure about certain things, just as we all are. And I was worried that people were going to judge me for this. And you know what? People are going to judge you for it. Yeah. And why does their opinion, like, why does, why does their judgment have to matter to you? Their judgment doesn't have to matter to you. And this verse really kind of helped me get over that was uh, 2 Corinthians 4, 17. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So this is just saying troubles will pass away. A reward for living for Christ will be eternal. So judgment will all pass away. And we don't have to let judgment affect us. Only what God says is always true. And God knows us the best. And since he's not telling us, oh, no, you can't do that. You actually can't do that podcast. Let's do it. Let's go with Christ. Let's go with him. And let's trust him. 
So the goal of the podcast was to, well, is to guide teenagers through hard times in life. Um, I'm a teenager. I'm a very young teenager, but I also know that you will go through things, go through things, jeepers. Um, and I have already gone through some things, but I know I will go through more things in the future. And I know that you need an anchor to help you through and you need something, someone, you need God in your life. You need him to fill that void and you need him to help you through all these challenges that you will face. Um, yeah, so basically this podcast is just to help teenagers to know how to show their faith and how to live as Christians in a world where being a Christian has always been so hard. There's so many things coming at us, so many questions and not enough answers. And we, as humans, we would much rather just do our own thing. We would rather not have someone telling us what to do or what not to do. But Christ, God, sorry, God's rules are not there. God's guidelines and rules are not there to just ruin our fun. They're there to protect us. Because often the things that we find fun are actually harmful and will cause bad in the long term run. So our faith as Christians is not surrounding a evil God. It is surrounding a God who loves us and who created us for the sole reason of love. So he could lavish his love on us and so that he could just have a relationship with us. And that is so important to him. So that just kind of is an overview of what this podcast is going to be about and what the meaning and the purpose of it is. And uh, we will be having guests. I will be having guests on this podcast eventually. Today, it's just going to be me. But in future episodes probably the next and like the second episode and the third and the fourth and a lot of them there will be guests um mentors my friends family members my mom is likely going to come on um so you're going to be meeting a lot of new people and hearing about their stories and hearing about um a lot of different topics that are really important for christians to know um we also will be having an instagram page so we don't have it yet but when we do we'll let you guys know um, it will be called The Anchor, and you can go right on that site, that Instagram site, and you can DM me with questions, topic ideas, comments, concerns. So if you have any questions about um, what I talked about in the last episode, or if you have any ideas for the next episode, please don't hesitate to just uh, text me those and just let me know. I always love to hear from um, viewers, and I think that's really important to have a connection between um, whoever's doing the podcast and the viewers that there's no confusion and that all your answers and your questions, your comments, concerns, all of those are heard. Um, so for today, the topic is grace. What is grace? We often tie forgiveness to grace, but is grace more than that? Is grace more than forgiveness? That's something I want you to kind of ask yourself. And if you already have an answer, you can keep it in your head and Maybe we'll see if that answer kind of lines up with what we're talking about today. So I've been reading a book recently um, called Grace is Greater by Kyle Eidelman. And I just want to say that it is likely the best book I have ever read. Kyle Eidelman, you need to sponsor me. Um, <laughs> no, but it, it is such a good book. And I think that you definitely need to read it. I think there, I think there must be a way to read it online. Or you can just go and buy the book. It is such a good book. Um, I love it. And I, I literally just finished reading it today and it is so good. It has made such an impact on my life and it, 
yeah, you just need it. I think that's it. You just need to go read it. Um, I This is the way I kind of read it. I would try to read a chapter a day. But at the end of every single time, without fail, at the end of each chapter, I left feeling either challenged, free, or both at the exact same time, which I know is like, how can you feel free and challenged at the same time? But trust me, somehow, somehow I felt that way. And that can only come from God. So I think this is definitely a book that you should try to read. Um, and the reason why I brought it up is because that's kind of what I'm going to be using as a lot of um, background information and just kind of a, a go-to source. Um, and throughout my life, I've felt a lot of heaviness, you know, and a lot of sin. And I've sinned a lot. There's, there's a lot of sin in my past. There will be a lot of sin in my future. But I've also had rough spots. I've had ugly chapters in my life. I've been so stressed to the point where I was losing sleep. And, like, I, my breath would be taken away every single time I thought about my mistakes or my sin. And then I found grace. I found Jesus. Now, I'm just going to kind of explain, like, why didn't I find grace before? I've known Jesus for a very long time. I grew up in a loving Christian family. Obviously, I'm still in it because I'm only 15, but i that's what I grew up in. And I've known Christ for a long time, but I haven't really known him. To me, Jesus was someone you talked to when you needed help, and I didn't really think I needed help all that often. But one night, um, after many nights of startling awake and years of pushing the guilt away, it finally hit me. I am a sinner. Why am I running from the fact that I am a sinner? I need help. We had just moved to PEI, and I know that that move was really good for me. I wouldn't, I don't think my eyes would have been open to my sin. I don't think I would have been able to experience God's grace because I wouldn't have admitted to that sin. Uh, but here's what I'll, I'll use my analogy, I'll use this analogy here to explain kind of what my relationship was with Jesus before I moved to PEI. So let's just say, let's use this analogy. I'm playing a sport. Let's just say it's soccer. I don't like soccer, but we're just going to use that. And it's time for practice. But instead of doing the drills to the best of my ability, I just go through the motions with no passion, no drive, no motivation. I ignore the fact that I'm doing the drill wrong and that I messed up 20 times already. Eventually, I look back and see 20 cones strewn across, strewn, is that the right word? Yeah, across the field. And that's when I realize I messed up and that I actually need help. So I'm just going to explain this analogy just in case you don't get it, which is fine. Um, so the sport that I'm playing, it's Christianity. And instead of living for Christ and doing everything to the best of my ability for him and growing in my faith, I'm just going through the motions. I'm not really growing. I don't really want to grow. I'm just kind of there. And the next thing in this analogy is I'm ignoring the fact that I'm doing the drill wrong. So I'm ignoring the fact that I'm sinning. And eventually it catches up to me and I look behind me and I realize the mess that I just caused with my sin. And one thing that I've learned is that you, if you never look back on your past, you will never see the mess and the sin and the hurt in the way that you need to be helped. You need help and you, everyone does. You need you need something. Something is needed to cover that sin. And you don't realize that until you look back and realize, wow, that was a big sin. 
And so that was really important, looking back and realizing that I was a sinner. So I was very lost with my sin, and but God used that guilt of, oh, I messed up, I messed up, the startling awake every night, the pain, the change, and, and he also used the change in scenery. So our move to PEI, and that waked me up to the fact that I am a sinner and I need help. So now that I've identified that I'm a sinner, the next part that I struggle with is the fact that I need help. So I've identified like, yeah, I'm a sinner. But one thing I commonly say is I'm a sinner, but I'm not that bad of a sinner. Or at least I'm not sinning like them. Or, well, yeah, but look at all the good I'm doing. Um, And this is from, uh, this is a quote that I found. Um, It's in, it's in Grace is Greater. Uh, Kyle Eidelman found it on Twitter by John Lowe. He's a preacher. And he said, if the biggest sinner you know isn't you, then you don't know yourself very well. So for the longest time, I did not know that I did not know myself very well at all. And immediately what you're going to think while listening to this quote is you're going to protest against it. You're going to say, well, no, I'm not that bad. Oh, and then you just proved the point of the quote. So we don't know ourselves very well if we don't know that we are the biggest sinner. So this is what I want you to say. I want you to say, I'm the biggest sinner I know. And once you have admitted that, once you've accepted that, that's when we can start to receive grace from God. This book, I also want to mention, this book also talks about um, hurts and circumstances. So like the, it's divided into three parts. Part one is grace is greater than your mistakes. Part two is grace is greater than your hurts. And part three is grace is greater than your circumstances, okay? So it does talk about hurts and circumstances as well. But today, really, I'm just going to be talking about um, sin and how that affects us and how grace affects sin. Um, but I do want to mention there is hurt in circumstances in my past I, I, I wish would have changed. And there's hurt in circumstances in the present I wish would change. But I want you to remember this as we continue. That grace is greater than your sin, your regrets, your hurts, and your circumstances. And a helpful thing I want to mention that the author, Kyle Eidelman, does is he asks you to put grace is greater. He asks you to write this down, okay? So if you have a notepad or something nearby, write this down. Grace is greater, and then put a blank. And he wants you to fill that blank with whatever sin, with whatever hurt, whatever circumstance, whatever you want to put in there. Because guess what? Grace is greater than anything. And that is so helpful for you to remember that grace is greater than anything. God's grace can change your entire life with a snap of his fingers. So now that we've kind of wrote this down, now that we have this in our mind, that grace is greater than everything. Now that we've accepted that we are the biggest sinner we know, we can start to move on here in the grace process. But for us to experience grace, we need to first admit to needing grace. So what I want you to do is I want you to talk to God right now, all right? It doesn't have to be formal. You don't have to say, dear, like, you don't have to be super formal and say a bunch of words because that's not what Jesus wants us to do. He actually calls out the Pharisees for doing that. What he wants us to do is have a real relationship with God and actually talk to him like you would talk to him as a friend because he is your friend. That's something I've learned is that he is your friend. He's your best friend. This is what I want you to say, okay? It doesn't have to be exactly like this at all. This is just a guideline to help you. I want you to have a real, I want you to have a real talk with God. Like he is your friend. You're not using this as a script. You're just going to talk to him, okay? But this is kind of like 
what you can say if you're stuck. Say, God, I am a sinner. I can't do this on my own. I can't beat this sin on my own. I've already tried. God, I need your grace to overflow in my heart. I need you to clean my soul and mind and fill it with your love and forgiveness. I want to stop doing the sin, but I need help. I can't do it on my own. And then this is what I want you to do. I want you to ask him to forgive you. I want you to ask him to take this weight off of you. And I want you to say, God, I give this to you. All right, so I want you to pause right now. You can pause the podcast, okay? And I want you to talk to God. And I want you to see how his grace is going to impact you. All right, now that you've talked to God, I want to to ask you a couple questions. I want you to ask yourself these, these questions as well. How do you feel after talking to God? Does that weight feel lifted off? Do you now feel energized and at peace knowing that God is working in your life right now? And this is something really hard that after we said, God, please forgive me and come in my life and help me work through this. We don't actually think that he's going to work in our life. We think, oh, well, maybe he's too busy helping other people or my, my sin must be too big. But what did we talk about in the first part of this podcast is grace is greater and God is working in your life right now. The reason why that you're feeling this guilt and this shame about this certain sin and you feel this weight is too much to carry is because God is working in your life. He wants to take that weight off your shoulders. That's why he's given it to you because he wants to take it off and he wants to help you and he wants to give you grace and he wants to show you love. So this is what I want you to remember that. I want you to remember these, these things. Grace is greater than anything. Grace is greater than anything. That's the most important thing. And the second thing is, I'm the biggest sinner I know. As soon as you admitted, I'm the biggest sinner I know, and that grace is greater than anything, you will experience God's grace, and you will see him working in your life. That's going to be it for today. Um, I hope that this was, I hope this was impacting your life in some way. I hope this was helpful for you. Um, And thank you for joining me on the first episode. Uh, like I said, we will get that Instagram page running. And once we do, we'll let you know when the next episode is coming out. And I, yeah, I just really hope this was helpful in your walk with Christ. And I just want you to know that everyone starts somewhere. Don't be ashamed to ask questions. Don't be ashamed to ask for help. God will be with you through it all. And I just hope this was really powerful to you. And I hope that, uh, it, it impacted you in some way. And I hope that you will join me at the next episode.